0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at the Lucky Guy Bakery. You know I love these brownies. You should love them, too. They are chocolatey, fudgy, and delicious. Not too sweet. Not too salty. Just striking that perfect balance of exactly what you want in a dessert like that. These make great gifts. You know, they they write a handwritten note for every order and you can customize what they say to who you're giving it to it's it's a really cool little company and the owner is a fan of this show and she's cranking out just a great product all that's made with all natural ingredients fresh ingredients, they have vegan brownies, they have gluten-free brownies, and then they have those cookie brownies, which is like, it's basically like a slice of that skillet cookie that you'd get from a um, dessert at a restaurant or something like that. Uh, peanut butter, blondies, oatmeal, like you name it, they got it, and they're just impossibly good. So go to theluckyguybakery.com, use promo code PF20, that's P as in peddling, F as in fiction, 20 and you'll get 20% off your order. That is the luckyguybakery.com promo code PF20. All right, let's start the show.
1: Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system.
0: so that you can uh, find out what is in it.
1: Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profit. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny the Gentile Profita. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're having a good week and a good start to the weekend here. Everything is all good on my end. Today is actually an off day for me, so I thought I would turn the microphones on a little early, try to get this episode out. I do have some company coming over this afternoon and we're going to kick it at the pool, get some sunshine, make some dinner and just eat, drink and be merry. I think I've got some I've got some steaks in the fridge. I do a I do a 24-hour dry brine on my steaks which really helps uh just tenderize, flavorize the the meat and then you get this nice it dries out the surface of the meat as well so that when you sear it you get a nice crust on there and I'm going to make a risotto as well I think I'm going to do some sort of uh mushroom and either asparagus or pea risotto with some parmesan reggiano cheese later today. It uh, kind of depends on what they have at the store. I, oh, I think I'm going to throw some prosciutto in there too because I'm long on that. And yeah, that's what's going on with me. I have a, a long weekend here. The weather is getting warmer and the bay, the, the ocean here is just like bathwater now. I've been waiting for this to happen. You know, I have, I have my snorkel gear down here, my spearfishing stuff, and it's now, <laughs> now it's warm enough for me to actually go swim around in it for a while. So I think I might go spearfishing tomorrow. At at a minimum, I will go um, just snorkeling, snorkel around for a little bit. And uh, life is good. Life is very good over here. Can't say the same thing for those of you in Minnesota. You know, right before... The the Chauvin verdict came out, which uh, I went over on the last podcast on Tuesday. There was some police cam footage that was released that is exposing these leftists for the fucking hacks that they are. I mean, this is this is like absolutely insane. There is just no more uh, reason. There is no more uh, honesty in journalism. Like it's completely Gone. What happened was, if you haven't seen this this body cam footage, and I know why they released it so quickly because this, you know, and you guys know, I've been fairly critical of police on this podcast. You know, I, I I will be the first one to call them out when I think they do something wrong. I'm not I'm not going to carry water and back the blue and all this shit. But what happened on uh on this body cam footage? Is I think it's the most justified police shooting I've ever seen. Usually, when you see them, you're like, "Dude, what the fuck, man? You didn't have to shoot that guy or that girl or something like that." It's usually outrageous the way that they police people. Now, this one, you have an enormous fucking black chick. She's trying to. She's she has a knife in her hand. She's going after one girl, tries to stab her. Then she goes after another girl and she's got her pressed up against the car like she is going to stab this chick. And the cop shoots her right before she does and puts her down. If there is ever a situation where a police is supposed to shoot somebody, this is it. This shouldn't even be fucking debatable. This this shouldn't even be fucking new. I mean, the only story here should be like, hey, a cop actually fucking intervened and saved somebody's lives. Actually, a couple people's lives, because who knew who knows, like what this chick was going to do? And they're like, oh, well, she's 16. You know, she's just a, she's just a kid. OK, it's not like he he doesn't know that going into it. And it's not like she's this little 16 year old girl. She she comes thundering in. She's coming in at like, I don't know. Buck, at least a buck 80 maybe 225 I, it's kind of hard to tell she's a big gal okay uh, she's a big gal screaming thundering thundering around with a fucking knife in her hand going ham on everybody and and people are people on the left these fucking dishonest hacks who if the cop didn't do anything they'd be oh this cop didn't do anything and he just let this girl kill two black chicks right in front of him um, that would be the story if he didn't do anything, and since he did put down this attacker, he's being chastised for that all, all, all throughout the media. You know, NBC, fucking NBC, edit, and these motherfuckers. These are the this is the same uh, news organization they, they call themselves news. They're they're just fucking propagandists at this point, and they are they are hell bent. There's just no other way to describe what they're doing. Other than they're trying to get people killed. They are actively manipulating the news to get people killed. They they want race wars. They want violence. They want destruction. There's just no other way to describe their, their behavior. These are the motherfuckers who edited the 911 call for George Zimmerman to make him sound like like this racist kid uh, that was just going after Trayvon Martin. And they they just got busted again. Editing the nine one one call from this video, and there were all these bullshit stories too initially coming out, like the girl that was wielding the knife, the the uh, the sixteen year old girl, was the one that called the police, and this was just self defense. Um, we have we have the fucking footage. We have the body cam footage. We also have footage from a security camera across the street that captures the whole thing. Okay, using a knife in self-defense, hypothetically, let's say that's what she was doing. uh, You don't go running after people uh, in self-defense. That's not self-defense. That's an attack. Okay, so any report of that should have just been thrown out for complete bullshit on its face. Now, you're getting these people, dude, I, I can't fucking believe people's take on this. It's so fucking bad. Like Valerie Jarrett, right? Uh, A black teenage girl named Micaiah Bryant was killed because a police officer immediately decided to shoot her multiple times in order to break up a knife fight. Demand accountability. Fight for justice. Okay. Uh, Let's start here, Valerie. Um, He didn't immediately decide to shoot her. Okay. He got out. He walked up to the situation and she comes thundering in like a fucking maniac. And she tries to stab some girl, and he says, get down, get down, get down. I would have said, drop the knife or something. <laughs> drop the knife or I'll shoot you. So I guess he could have used better verbal commands. But he doesn't immediately shoot her. He shoots her as a last resort, right before she's about to stab this girl. And who knows how many times. And, and by the way, these are two black chicks that, that they're going after, uh, that she's going after. So um, technically, he saved two, uh, two black lives. By by killing this girl. Now, um, this was not a knife fight, okay? The other two girls did not have knives, all right? This is like, I just still can't get over how fucking idiotic people are and how you could possibly have this take. Even if, like, okay, I get it. We hate the cops, right? They're motherfuckers. Listen to this other chick. Uh, I saw this on Twitter. Teenagers have been having fights, including fights involving knives, for eons. We do not need police to address these situations by showing up to the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. Y'all need help. I mean that sincerely. Again, a, a knife fight, that would need to involve each person in the fight having a knife, okay? What this was was attempted murder. This is a girl attempting to murder two other girls. And who knows how many more. Okay, this is attempted murder. It's not a knife fight. The other two girls were not armed. They were just fucking standing there. Kathy Griffin, here's another new blue check mark, motherfucker. How in the hell does this police officer think it's a good idea to fire shots blindly into a group of teenagers having a fight? Yes, one of them has a knife. Oh, that never happened in your school or neighborhood? She didn't deserve to die 16 years old. Again, I don't think he knew she was 16 years old. She looks like a full-grown woman. Um, and either way, 16 years old, wielding a knife, trying to kill somebody. I- I- I'm sorry. Like, this is not a fight. This is attempted murder. And yes, we've all done really stupid shit when we were 16. But uh, raise your hand if you grabbed a knife and tried to stab a bunch of people. That's what I thought. No, no. No. Like this is just this this is such bullshit, and I cannot believe you know. The, this is literally the the one of the cleanest uh, police shootings I've ever seen. If there's ever a justifiable situation to shoot some for a, a cop to shoot somebody, it's when they're imminently about to kill somebody else. And this is like, this is like one of the things we complain about with police is that they're never actually there when the incident is going down to protect somebody, to save somebody's life. The knock on police, a lot of times, especially in, you know, um, high crime poverty areas, like in places in Chicago and stuff. And in these minority neighborhoods, the cops, uh, they they don't show up for hours. You know, they'll show up just late enough, you know, just in time to draw the chalk outline around your body. That's usually how policing works, okay? Um, and then they, you know, they fucking enforce all these chicken shit laws, like like choking you out for a Lucy cigarette. Okay, this girl was literally in the act, actively trying to murder people. And he intervened. And it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, he sh- this girl had to die. But all these people talking about it was like, oh, you should have just disarmed her and or used the taser. And it's like, dude, this happened very quickly. okay? And even even with a tape like. A taser, I don't know, especially, dude, somebody this size, she's a big gal. Like, sometimes these tasers don't work. She could have easily gotten some stabs in with the taser. Or like, what, you know, it, it, this is just idiotic. And, like, oh, like people say, you know, like, shoot the knife out of out of her hand or disarm her, like, using some jujitsu or some shit. This is like a 225-pound fucking angry black chick going to ham, wa- waving a fucking knife around. I'm sorry, like, you don't have to tiptoe around that, okay? Uh, you put that down. I, I'm sorry, and it, it, it this is just absolutely ridiculous. And then, dude, they interviewed. I gotta find this the original uh, article. Hang on, okay. And uh, yeah, so um, I, I found it here, and there's. I'm gonna play. So we have we have the um Biden press secretary Saki, right? She gives. She uh, addresses this situation during a, a, a briefing, right? A daily briefing. And it's just... It, it, oh, God. It, it's so fucking frustrating that nobody has the fucking balls to just stand up and call this out, okay? She has this, like, sing-songy bullshit answer. The killing of 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant by Columbus police is tragic. She was a child. We are thinking of her friends and family and the communities that are grieving her loss... We know that police violence disproportionately impacts black and Latino communities, and that black women and girls, like black men and boys, experience higher rate of police violence. We also know that there are particular vulnerabilities that children in foster care, like Micaiah, face. So, here, here is the White House press secretary's take on this whole thing. First, has the president been briefed on 16 year old Micaiah Bryant being shot and killed by police in Columbus, Ohio, yesterday? It happened moments before the Chauvin verdict came out? Yes. Um, I said she, yes, and let me let me just say, since you gave me the opportunity, uh, the killing of 16-year-old Michaela Bryant by the Columbus Police is tragic. She was a child. We're thinking of her friends and family, and the communities that are hurting and grieving her loss. We know that police violence just proportionally impacts. Uh, black and Latino people in communities and that black women and girls, like black men and boys, experience higher rates of police violence. We also know that there are particular vulnerabilities that children in foster care, care, like Micaiah, face. And her death came, as you noted, just as America was hopeful of a step forward after the traumatic and exhausting trial of Derek Chauvin and the verdict that was reached. So our focus is on um, working to address systemic racism and implicit bias head on, and of course to passing laws and legislation that will put much needed reforms into place at police departments around the country. Has the president been briefed on it? Yes. So, so there you go. We're working on, uh, you know, we're focusing on racism because that's what happened here. Uh, a white cop shot a black chick. It was it was just pure racism. You know, he he just couldn't help himself. You know, he has a gun. He's white and he sees a black girl and he's just overcome with racism and white supremacy. So he just decided to shoot her four times for no reason, Uh, blindly firing into a crowd like uh, what's her face said, which is absolutely not true. Uh, There were two of them struggling and he, he put four shots right on target. Granted, it was a pretty big target, so but racism had nothing to fucking do with this. Again, why does it always have to fucking come back to that? It had nothing. He, she was literally going to stab another black chick, and this guy killed her to save that life. I, what is he supposed to do? Like, what would you prefer the police to do? Do you just not want to have them at all? I mean, this is like literally exactly what cops are supposed to do it's like what they do in the movies you know they like they roll up on a scene and there's somebody like seconds away from killing somebody and the cop all he does is is shoot the one bad guy right that's about to kill somebody this is like textbook okay this is so defensible and, and just so easy to have the proper take on if you have any balls but no no because we live in this woke modern america that is just fucking cancer nobody can come out and say the tr- speak the truth. We all have to pretend that this has something to do with racism and that there was like something else this cop should have done or could have done and that, you know, this this girl is um oh yeah, here we go. Here's like her this is like her aunt, I think. So, this girl had uh, a motherly nature about her. She promoted peace. Okay? Yeah. Okay. She promoted peace by fucking stabbing people. Attempted murder is now promoting peace and motherly nature. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm just glad that my mom's motherly nature didn't involve her going ham on people with a fucking kitchen knife. Trying to kill a bunch of people on a on a Tuesday afternoon. Has the whole world gone fucking crazy? Can we seriously not just stand up and, and speak the truth when it comes to this sort of stuff? Like, what are we what are we doing here? But here, let let us let, hear a little bit more about Micaiah because she's very pious. You know, she was named after. Oh, here you'll you'll get it all. Micaiah. Oh, so there you go. She was named after a male prophet in the Bible and she promoted peace and had this motherly nature about her. That's, that's what we need to remember her for, her peacefulness, not the fact that she's uh, attempting to murder multiple people. That's all. That, this, is, uh, this is the fucking bizarro world that we live in now. Oh yeah, and she's an honor roll student. Of course, they're always honor roll students, aren't they? Apparently, she's such a genius that she didn't think to drop the knife when there's a gun pointed at her. And teach that at at, the, uh, at whatever school you, you've made honor roll at? What does it take to get on honor roll these days? I mean, Jesus Christ. Love to see her transcript. Show me her honor roll grades, would you please? She's clearly just a genius. Give me a fucking break. Um, why don't they interview somebody like, I don't know, the girl in pink that she was trying to stab to death? Maybe ask her how it feels to be alive. (laughs) Um, What's their take on it? I mean, this is... This is nonsense. This is like so fucking outrageous. This is so outrageous. And NBC, all these fucking news organizations are the enemy of the people. They should be fucking put down like Micaiah was. They edited the fucking 911 call to take out the part where the the girl calling says that this girl's trying to stab us. They stopped the video before you can get to the part where you see the knife. I, I mean, this is all intentional. And oh, look how they fucking listen, how they frame it. Listen how this motherfucker frames it. Just
1: before yesterday's verdict, a police officer shot and killed a 16-year-old black girl in Columbus, Ohio, saying she was threatening others with a knife. Police body cam video was quickly released. Our Kevin Tibbles has that story, and I need to caution you. The images are difficult to watch. Police body cam video shows Micaiah Bryant's final moments when a Columbus, Ohio, police officer responding to a call gets out of his car and seconds later fatally shoots the 16-year-old girl. Authorities say Bryant was threatening two other girls with a knife. It's a tragedy. There's, There's no other way to say it. It's a 16 year old girl officer nicholas reardon who joined the force in december of 2019 oh, was responding officer. to a 911 call we need a police officer here now hey. video shows reardon approaching a group of young what's people in this hey, driveway what the video shows is the female with the knife attempting to stab the first female reardon it's fires it's it's his weapon down. four times striking bryant officers are seen and heard performing cpr Body camera footage shows a knife on the ground. The city released video from the incident within hours and launched an independent investigation. We have to ask ourselves, what information did the officer have? What did he see? How much time did he have to assess the situation? And what would have happened? If he had taken no action at
0: all. Okay, uh, we don't have to ask ourselves any of those fucking questions, okay? We have the footage. We saw exactly how long it took. It was over in a matter of seconds. This was like 15 seconds. That's how long he had to decide to make the decision. It was a split second. Um, They show the knife on the ground. They don't show the knife in her hand, which you can clearly see. Uh, Other news outlets have have paused the video, and you can see the knife in her fucking hand. She she didn't appear to be threatening people with a knife. She was actively stabbing them on camera, or attempting to stab them on camera. But no, no. How do we frame it up? Police officer fatally shoots a 16-year-old black girl. That's all. That's all that happened. I mean, think of the other ways that you could frame that that wouldn't cause race riots, OK, that wouldn't get people all fired up to, uh, I don't know, destroy another city or kill a bunch of other people or destroy, you know, a bunch of other people's private businesses and things like that. I don't know. How about psychotic 16 year old girl with a knife attempting to murder two women was killed by police seconds before she would have fatally stabbed this other girl? I don't know. Something along those lines would be a little more accurate, in my opinion. Or I don't know. How about cop stops two teenage two black teenagers from being viciously slain in a knife attack? Or cop arrives on the scene just in time to stop the vicious murder of two innocent teens. Something along those lines would be a, uh, a lot more accurate than what actually happened. Uh, than what uh, is, is being portrayed at, at some of these news outlets. And far less um, divisive and dangerous. And we just get these fucking hack journalists, these blue check marks on Twitter, LeBron James... All, all just coming out with the worst possible take on this, spreading a bunch of bullshit that she was unarmed. I mean, come on, dude. I don't understand this impulse from the left. Like, there are so many incidences of bad policing, of police brutality, that you don't have to jump on ones that are, like, legitimately okay. There, I have no problem with what this cop did. I'm sorry, if if I'm about to be stabbed by somebody, I would love it if a, a cop or anybody else came along with a gun and shot the person that was trying to stab me. I would get down on my knees and thank them for saving my life. I mean why why hurt your cause like this? Why go after stuff that's le- legitimately justifiable when you have all these other examples that uh, prove your point, that make your case that aren't going to be divisive and that aren't going to just destroy the case that you're trying to make and, and the same thing with like idolizing all of these you know all of these martyrs f- for their cause, you know uh, like like George Floyd. Uh, we're, we're just supposed to pretend that he's like a, a, a deity now, that, that he wasn't uh, arrested 19 times and uh, convicted of armed robbery and, and holding a, a pregnant chick hostage or whatever. Like, we're, we're just supposed to pretend that he's like this great guy. Why? Why? I mean, not that, that. I mean, that's not saying that, like, he deserved what happened to him. No, no, no. I, I, I just don't understand why we uh, canonize these people. When you have when you have perfect examples that that would serve as much better martyrs for your cause. God, I, I'm so bad with names. But who who was the guy that they choked out for the Lucy cigarette? Why isn't he the poster child for your for your movement? I don't know, man. I I don't understand this impulse. Okay, like this is the worst possible example that you could try to jump on to promote racism and discrimination and police brutality and all that stuff. There there are probably a million other better examples. This has to be the worst possible example you could ever find. You could ever find. I, I can't think of a, a, a more justifiable police shooting. Like, she was definitely going to stab somebody. I, this is just so fucking ridiculous, man. I, I, I've had it up to here with this shit. And, dude, these news organizations, dude, you have to stop watching them. We, we need to put them down. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Editing the fucking video, editing the call. Why does anybody trust these fucking organizations? Why does anybody watch NBC News? CNN oh god dude the panels on CNN were just like fucking cancer I don't want to you know I, I don't need to beat this uh, dead horse anymore but my god man they, they really are the fucking enemy of the people and we need to we really need to stop listening to them stop taking our cues from them if they have to edit shit to make it fit their narrative that should tell you something that should tell you that hey maybe their narrative is like almost complete bullshit how about that I mean, we just have example after example of this. Jussie Smollett, they jumped on that. That blew up in their face. Remember all the shit they pulled with the fucking Covington kids? <laughs> with that, that stupid fucking Indian guy? Editing that footage, just straight up lying about what was on the whole footage. And, and trying to get, basically get a teenager killed. They ended up making him rich beyond, beyond his wildest dreams. I, he sued him for like hundreds of millions of dollars or something. But apparently they haven't learned their fucking lesson. Just just stop it. All you guys, just fucking stop it. Blue checkmark Twitter, you fucking hack journalists, NBC, CNN. Just fucking stop already. This is absolute nonsense, and it's going to get people killed. It really is. Just absolutely fucking despicable, man. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I'm a little fired up today. <laughs> um, motherly nature. Give me a fucking break, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. People say that with a straight face. People say this shit with a straight face. We need to call these people out for the fucking hacks that they are and have the balls to stand up to this. I- I'm sorry, I'm just not going to go along with your ridiculous fantasy of a narrative. No, no, I-, I saw what happened. I know what the truth is, and I'm going to fucking speak it. We cannot let this-, this woke mob mentality tread all over us and silence the truth. I mean, we've already got them, as I talked about on the last episode, Influencing trial, intimidating uh, jurors into convicting people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just think about what, like, think about how absurd the the whole trial was and what a farce it was. I mean, they were not there to, you know, listen to the the facts of the case and, and you know debate and and come to a, a conclusion on, on guilty or innocent. No, know no. they they were there to convict and appease the mob, and, and that's just obvious. I mean, think about it because you have murder 2... Murder three and manslaughter. How could you possibly be convicted of all three of those? If you're not like if you're actually going based off of what the charges are and what what the situation was and what happened. I mean, you either do murder two or you do manslaughter. You can't be both. It's fucking impossible. It's literally impossible to be char- to, to actually do both of those things unless uh, unless you're killing multiple people, I guess. But in this situation, where one guy died, it's either murder two or it's manslaughter. Like it, it can't be both. The only reason they brought all three of those charges was to give the jury a, a chance to to convict him of something. Right? It's like here here's your choice. It's like a buffet of. Uh, Of murder charges, right? A buffet of charges to choose from. Pick the one that, you know, you think is most appropriate. But pick something because obviously this guy needs to be punished. And what do they do? They pick all three. I I mean, this is just... We cannot let mobs just intimidate. Intimidate us into not speaking the truth. Intimidate us into going along with their fucking bullshit agenda. This is so fucking creepy, man, and dystopian and scary. We we need good people to stand up stand up and just speak the fucking truth, man. This is this is very important. Like if you can't come out and, and call this what it is, if you can't stand up and and speak the truth in the face of uh, intimidation and things like, when it's important, when it matters, what good are you? What 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 are we doing here? That is the time. It it doesn't do any good to you know speak the truth when everyone's in agreement. No, no, no. When everyone's trying to push some obviously false narrative, you have to be the one that stands up and, and, and points out that emperor has no clothes. Like, no, no, no. You guys, are, you guys are living in a fantasy world. You're delusional. This is the truth. Let's take a quick second and thank our other sponsor for today's show, and that is Zipix Toothpicks. Zipix spelled Z as in zebra, I, P as in Paul. P as in Paul, I-X, Zipix Toothpicks. And what these are, are nicotine-infused flavored toothpicks that provide the perfect alternative, the perfect smokeless alternative to cigarettes and vaping and all that sort of stuff. This is a a toothpick. You just pop it into your mouth. You suck on it a little bit. You get your nicotine fix. And if you're not into the whole cigarette thing, they have a vitamin B12 and caffeine-infused toothpick as well, which I hear is great for curing hangovers. Maybe not curing, but mitigating hangovers. You know, I have this superpower down here in Mexico. I I still can't explain it to this day. I don't get hangovers down here. No matter what I do, I have not had a hangover, and I've been going for about 13 years strong with this streak. And that's good because I can't get these toothpicks down here in Mexico. But if you are in the continental United States, go to zipixtoothpicks.com, use promo code FICTION, you'll get 10% off your order. They have, I think, six different flavors for the, the nicotine ones, and then they have the the B12 vitamin caffeine one as well. Go check them out. They are uh, FDA certified. You know, they're cheaper than all the other, other over-the-counter uh, smokeless alternatives. You're still going to get that hand-to-mouth feel that you get with cigarettes and vaping with none of the disgusting smell or taste or anything like that. You're not going to have to worry about kissing your significant other after taking one of these, as opposed to having a cigarette or something like that. And you can do it anywhere you want, whenever you want, without anybody even knowing. So it's really just a great idea. I'm so happy they're on board as a sponsor. So check them out, ZipixToothpicks.com, promo code FICTION, so they know I sent you. You'll get 10% off, and you can start curbing those nicotine cravings today. All right, where were we? Anyway, um, I, I did have... You know, some other articles here. There's, there's not a whole lot going on in the news other than what we've been talking about already this week. Biden did come out with uh, – uh, the, the, there was a news story that came out that uh, about Biden's capital gains tax hike to help finance his $1.5 trillion human infrastructure package. I don't know what human infrastructure means, but the uh, the New York Times published a report saying that Biden is is proposing a capital gains tax as high as forty three point four percent for the wealthiest Americans. And right now the top rate is twenty three point eight. And for those of you guys that don't know, if, if you don't know what a capital gains tax is or what a capital gains is, a, a cap gain, a capital gain is when you make money on an investment. It's the profits that you make, right? So you buy a stock for $10, you sell it for 20 you got $10 worth of cap gains there, right? And of course, the government taxes that because why not, right? We got to fund human infrastructure, whatever the fuck that means, somehow, right? If it moves, you tax it. If it doesn't move, you tax it twice. And this is like, the cap gains is like one of the more like bullshit fucking taxes. I mean, think about what they're doing here. They've already... Taxed you on your income, right? And if you're one of the, you know, some of the wealthiest Americans are already taking forty percent of what you of what you earned in income, right? So you take the, the less than sixty percent that you're left with, right? Because they also have the sales tax. Anytime you spend money, they take that. You know, property tax. they get a million taxes, right? But so you take the money that they've already taxed that they've allowed you to keep after taxes, right? And you put that into a risky investment. Now, if that investment pays off and you earn some money, you earn some capital gains, well, then they're going to tax that as well. Because, I don't know, they need the money for their bullshit programs. And if the investment doesn't pay off, the, the, the only thing you can do is write off that loss against your other gains, assuming you have them. So, the, the, in other words, the government is like a, a silent partner that you have to drag, that uh, chains itself to you your entire life. You have to drag them along the entire, your entire life. They contribute nothing. They make everything more difficult, everything more expensive, everything less pleasant. And every step of the way, they're, they're taking money from you. Every time you try to do something, you got to pay them. Every time you earn something, you got to pay them. Every time something good happens, you gotta pay them. Every time something bad happens, it's like, oh, well, that, that that sucks for you. You could you could write those uh those losses off against some of your other capital gains, so we won't tax you as much on those gains. But no, no, they're they're never around when when things go bad. They're just around with their fucking handout like Tony Soprano asking for his fucking envelope, his weekly cut. So anyway, this story um had the markets in it tissy the other day they were down I I think at most like one percent or something which is I, I mean it's kind of a big move in you know for for one day but it's like dude these markets are insane they get pounded down and then people just buy the fucking dip and you know it's not like we didn't know this proposal was coming it's not like we didn't this was news to anyone so I don't understand why the the markets just sort of puked when this news uh, story broke out, but th- this is just going to be the, the Biden presidency is going to be an unmitigated disaster. I really think that this is the one that is going to put the nail in the coffin for the American economy. I mean, this is so this this whole um, tax, right, to raise one point five trillion And it won't raise that. It never rate like people change their fucking behavior. That's probably why there was a huge sell off because people wanted to get their profits in before they had to pay fucking huge cap gains. So it's never going to be enough for them. I don't know why we go through this this uh, charade of taxing when they're just going to print and spend the difference. Like why not just do the whole thing? Um, That'd be much better. At least you you wouldn't have to pay the tax. You just have to find a way to avoid all of the inflation. But the, uh, so this is to fund the second phase of his Green New Deal, which he's calling human infrastructure. So, should it pass, they're going to spend billions, hundreds of billions of dollars on universal pre K, pre kindergarten, because that, that's what we need. we need. We need our kids in government custody a lot longer. They're not there long enough, they're not there early enough. We need them pre K. Like, why? We should basically just start having kids. In like the hospital should also just be a government school, a, a another government prison. Just leave the kid there. Uh, why would we bother raising our kids, right? Uh, expanded subsidies for childcare. Oh, see, like do just just combine the hospital with childcare, universal pre kindergarten. It just you crap out your kid and then you go home. They'll send the kid back when they're you know eighteen, brainwashed and propagandized. Or maybe you get to see him on weekends or something. I don't know. This is just so fucking ridiculous. A national paid leave program for workers and free community college tuition for all. Yeah, yeah, free and 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 paid leave. That's not going to do anything to the job market, is it? Uh, demanding that companies pay uh, have a, a paid leave program that that's worked wonders over in places like Spain and France, and they they don't have any problems with people finding jobs. Free community college, dude. I don't even do college right now. It's all community college. When I was a kid, you know, growing up in, you know, high school, middle school, high school, you used to like make fun, like you would make fun of people that went to community college because they were too stupid to go to actual college, right? And you had, you know, had different tiers. You had like the, you know, the Ivy League schools and then you had like the the tier below that and then like if you were kind of a dumbass that was just gonna go party or whatever you'd go to a, a state school you know a school that has state in their name and then for the the real de- like the uh the real degenerates would go to community college unless of course you were doing it for like nursing or something like that and you'd go for like a couple year like two years of a community college and then you'd transfer to a university and save some money and stuff like there are certain situations where it made sense but the the vast majority of people going to community college are very very dim bulbs and it's pointless it's it was so pointless. And I remember, you know, I guys, I always listened to love line and Adam curl would always just rip on these dumbass callers that that's would call in and, and just have like really stupid questions and couldn't answer basic uh, questions or like hold a conversation or anything like that. And then he'd ask them if they're going to college and they would say yes. And then he would say junior college <laughs> inevitably it would be yes. A junior college is a much better name than community college, in my opinion. I, I, I like to denigrate it a little more. But college is so dumbed down now, I don't even understand why we have community college. Like They're all community colleges now. They're, nobody's learning anything at these universities. It's all just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, unless you're literally going to one of the top-tier Ivy League schools, it doesn't matter what college you go to. It really doesn't. Um, they're They're all just cancerous. They're, they're teaching nonsense. It's like, if you think you're going to need your college degree for a job, you don't. You really don't. Um, I, I Listen, I've hired people before. I've interviewed people before. Like, I guess if they said they went to Harvard, maybe I would look into it or maybe I would um, give that some weight. But if you're just going to some school, some state school, some college somewhere that, you know, millions of other people have gone to, okay, okay. Um, I'll I'll take you at your word. Like, we never did like background checks and like got their college transcripts or anything like that. Uh, Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Just say you went to Ohio State and be done with it. It's not like you you learn anything of value in college anyway. All all, all you're doing is fucking binge drinking, bong rips, and partying. It's like 90% of it. And then you cram for an exam. You pass it, hopefully, and then uh, you forget everything that you crammed. It's like, okay. Let's, let's pour a bunch of uh, hundreds of billions of dollars into that to make it free, to make the, the junior college <laughs> free for everybody. Oh, God. What a bunch of nonsense. The overhaul will raise taxes on investors and millionaires via a proposal for the top marginal rate at 39.6, up from 37, and the uh, controversial increase in cap gains tax for individuals earning $1 million a year, earning more than $1 million a year. So they're going to basically double it. And that would be a huge tax increase. I would think that people would change their behavior in order to keep an extra 20% of their investments. Like, I don't know, you can move to Puerto Rico for the next 14 years. You're grand- grandfathered in to uh, pay no capital gains. And Puerto Rico seems like a pretty cool place to live. Or you, you just you know keep your money in, in other uh, countries or something. Like People who make over uh, a million a year, the, the ultra-wealthy, they are not going to pay cap gains on, on this they'll they'll find a way around it and then just like any other tax it's going to the, the rate's going to increase and the tax bracket is going to decrease so that it, it hits people under a million you know five hundred when they don't raise the 1.5 trillion that they need or when they actually need like five trillion because they're fucking just going gangbusters with the printing press they'll lower the threshold so they get you and they get me and they get Joe six pack just trying to the only way that you can really get a uh, try to find a return these days thanks to the federal reserve artificially keeping uh interest rates artificially low you can't make money for, on savings no no you you got to spend that money and you have to throw it into the wall street casino <laughs> and that's what everybody's doing and that, that's why you're seeing the uh the market still at all time highs which which as i talked about on previous episodes doesn't make any sense from an economic perspective but so they're gonna they're gonna increase the 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 tax rate and then basically essentially force everyone to participate in this wall street scheme and uh i don't know i i think i'm gonna wrap there for today guys i I don't have much else to to say i've talked at length about taxes and things like that so I'm going to wrap here and get my Friday afternoon started. Thank you so very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you have a nice weekend. And if you did like what you heard today, do me a favor and go uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find your favorite clip and share it with somebody. I, I want to get these uh, these clips circulating out there. I want to get more listeners to this show. So go do that for me. Oh, and uh, a week from today is going to be another Iteration of our Friday night happy hour, so don't forget to partake in that. All you have to do is go to peddlingfictionpodcast.com, click on the support the show link, and set up a recurring monthly donation. For whatever denomination you feel is necessary, that helps fund this show and advertising and keep the lights on around here and everything like that. And then we can get together next Friday at 7.15 Central Standard Time. Throw back a few cocktails, shoot the breeze, talk about what's going on in your lives, and, and just have some fun. So go do that as well, and if you guys can do all that for me, I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.